0: aloha thank you for pressing play welcome to the eating curveballs for breakfast podcast i'm your host stacy Mahoy, and your biggest fan when it comes to hitting those curveballs that life sports or parenting can throw you right out of the park thank you so much for listening enjoy the show hey it's already july i took last week fourth of july week basically off enjoyed some time with family got some things in order and um Just wanted to send a word of encouragement today for those of you who are multi-sport athletes and or parenting multi-sport athletes and or a coach who is willing to work with multi-sport athletes that sometimes miss your practices, sometimes miss your events because they are playing more than one sport at a time. Like back in the day, that used to be way easier. I was just talking on Facebook about how I have a friend, a former teammate that played three sports in college and I had read a comment about how you know these people these families that have multi-sport athletes they think they can just come and go whenever they want and and you know we're trying to teach commitment and this and that and I was like what age are we talking about here and it's interesting to call it to me Like, we want to teach commitment. What do you mean by that? Are you saying that kids need to commit to just one sport? Like, are you actually trying to teach commitment? Or, like, what's behind that? Why is that important? Because you feel like kids are disloyal? Because you feel like, I don't know. I mean, I almost feel like this whole notion of, well, some of us real coaches are trying to teach commitment, is part of why we have still early specialization issues. Despite the research, despite the science, despite the awareness, despite college coaches talking about it, despite lots of experts talking about it, we still have parents and athletes feeling pressured into choosing just one sport. And as a coach... The only reason why I would say, like, I can think of, and I could be totally missing the point here. I don't know. Maybe there's just something I'm not considering. But to me, when I hear that, like, well, we're trying to teach commitment. I mean, the main reason for that is because it makes your job easier, right? Like, you know, well, I'm going to have all these players. I don't have to worry about who might be where, who might have something else going on, or who might be playing another sport. Like, it just makes your job a lot easier. And I get that. It's nice to have that. And I get that it's hard when you're not sure from week to week exactly who's going to be showing up or who's not. And, you know, but at earlier ages, we're here for development anyway. We're not necessarily here for being the hottest team every single weekend. And honestly, sometimes it's good for players to have to move around, play different positions, try new things because you don't have the same set nine in your lineup every single week. Like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And so I always kind of wonder what's behind that. Like, well, we're trying to teach commitment. Like, my thought was, do you have any idea how much commitment it takes to excel at multiple sports? Like, that takes a lot of time and effort and energy and commitment to what you do. It really does. And so it's interesting to me that they feel like kids need to pared down on sports in order to learn commitment when in reality I feel like they've got and are practicing a ton of commitment just not to you maybe and so anyway that's kind of what was on my mind and and I was I was sharing on Facebook how my friend if she had been told like you have to commit to one sport or maybe two sports you have to cut one out To be completely honest, she probably would have cut out the one that got her recruited. It was her least favorite sport. That was like, out of the three, it was her third sport. She didn't really like it that much. She played it because she could, because she was good at it. But she really loved the other two sports better, even though she was best at this third one. And had she cut that out, had she been forced to pare it down, I'm pretty sure the one that she hated the most would have been the first one to go, and she may have never been recruited and never gone to college on athletic scholarship and never gotten to pursue higher education in the way that she got to do it and would have never gotten to learn, I'm sure, the extremely valuable life lessons that she learned by being a three-sport athlete in college. Literally, they recruited her for the sport that she loved the least and her deal was like I'll play this if you let me play the other two I really want to play the other two sports more than I want to play this one but I get that this is what you want me for can I play the other two sports that I love the most and she chose the school that would allow her to continue doing that and I just think that's such a phenomenal thing that we yeah of course that's kind of extreme and we probably don't you know you don't see that very often and hardly ever but still why are we going to in the name of quote-unquote commitment, take away opportunities from other people's kids or from our own children when there are things that they love to do. And I feel like it's actually organized sports in general that has now kind of sort of required a year-long quote-unquote commitment to a sport in order to keep your spot that's putting families and athletes in the situation where they have to overcommit their time and their energy because we don't have seasons anymore everyone's playing all the time or training all the time and they're they they do not have the ability to just commit to one thing for three months and then another thing for another three months and then another thing for the, another three months and then take a month or two off every single year and that's unfortunate so I mean honestly I feel like as a parent it can be done It can be done. It's not going to be popular. Maybe the organizations you're with aren't going to like you. Maybe you have to find some new opportunities. Maybe you... I don't know what the deal is. But like you could do it if you really wanted to. And if enough parents just stood up and made that choice for the health of their child what would organizations have like they would have to make adjustments they need you to participate to keep their organization alive and if all of us were like we're not doing this year-round thing what, what would that leave them you know what i'm saying like but we as parents we feel like they have us by the throat and are threatening us and so we make these decisions that we wouldn't otherwise make and that's I, I dislike that dynamic, I just wish it was different, and I know how hard it can be, because as parents, we just want to do what's best for our children, and we're afraid that if we don't play along the way that these organizations want us to, then our children are going to miss out on opportunities, and they may never get the break that they want, and then it'll be our fault, because we didn't do this or that, and it's just, it's a really tough situation to be in, and I get that, so... Um, Like, I really wish that was different for more people or that more parents felt less fear around it and could find a way to make the choice that's really in their heart despite what other people might think and know that it still could work out for their kids. And um, I know in some really competitive markets, maybe that's just not the reality. I don't know. That could be something that you're dealing with that just doesn't seem like it could work. And I really, really feel for you and I really, you know, I just so wish that wasn't the situation um, for you or for your kids. So anyway, that's kind of what's on my mind and if you are in organizations and you have an opportunity to, you know, speak out for positive change or maybe you're on the board or maybe you run an organization or maybe you're starting one to do things differently like that would be so great and i think we're going to see things turn hopefully back toward more breaks and not so much year-round stuff um i don't think it's necessarily wrong or bad for kids to be active, you know, all the time but to be able to choose how much and to be able to have breaks and not be penalized for it to be able to have some downtime or, you know, like how (laughs) adults um, at gyms, it's like we have active rest days, which means we're still active, but we're doing, we're not at the gym doing the workout that was decided for us. You know, we're doing something else with our family. We're going on a hike. We're going to the beach and playing on the sand. We're playing some games, you know, with our family. We're out playing laser tag or something else that's still active. We're still moving, but it's not this regimented you know, hardcore program of some sort, but we get to do it in a way that's fun and like a weight off your shoulders and just kind of it's a break even though you're still moving, you know. So anyway, that's kind of what's on my mind today and um I will be back later. I was I I think I'm going to for the time being, you know, now that it's summer. Um, And I'm working on kind of getting my work schedule organized and it's going to (laughs) shift continuously until we get to the fall and even probably through then. But for the time being, I think I may cut back to one main episode a week um, and maybe just jump on for tiny little snippets here and there in between, but primarily just kind of do one episode a week for now (laughs) and i am sure it's one of those things where as soon as i decide that then i'm gonna have all these ideas and i'm gonna have all this time that i can come on and hop on i'm gonna end up doing it more but i don't want to leave you hanging and like expecting episodes every weekday and then i'm not here and you're disappointed so um my reality right now is probably more like once a week and then if i can hop on in between that just for some short hops um those will be bonus so that's kind of where we're at right now. I hope you're having a fabulous summer. Um, it is hot. Like, I mean, I know in the mainland it's even worse than here because I'm seeing some crazy temperatures. Uh, but it has been a warm summer. And I hope that those of you who are out at the fields, and at tournaments, please encourage your kids and yourself. (laughs) Stay hydrated. Take care of yourself. Keep your body cool. Be smart about shade and all that good stuff and bring whatever tools and tricks and hydration you need to keep healthy and stay safe as you're out in the summer heat this year because it seems to be pretty intense. Anyway, hope you're having a good one. I will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye Bye